Mission 2, San Jose Avenue. From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to Total SF, Heather Knight. Welcome back to Portsmouth Square. Yes, I think this might be the most challenging podcast studio location we've had so far. We've moved back and forth and back and forth. Is it better to have wind in the background or men playing chess? Uh, They're playing cards, I think. Oh, they're playing cards. I think it's some sort of card game, (laughs) and we're going to go with the card game. Yeah. Heather, I'm super excited because this is a return to normalcy for me because this is one of the last things that we did that kind of felt a little bit normal. Yeah, we were here together almost exactly 14 months ago and um, wanted to promote Chinatown and saving small businesses. Little did we know what was coming a few days later. We would not be let out of our homes. Yeah, I mean, that was a really memorable day. Um, Went to Golden Gate Fortune Cookie Company, went and got some food, got on and saw Byron Cobb on the California. One California, just randomly, he shows up, which is lovely. I'm hoping we'll have time to do those first two things today, but we definitely will not be seeing Byron Cobb on a cable car because they're still not running. Still not running, but hopefully soon. And um, we're in the middle of something else right now, our small business challenge. This is going to come out right around at the midway point. And I just wanted to check up with you on that. That's what a lot of this episode is going to be. We're going to talk a little bit about Chinatown. But overall, Heather, give me a grade. How difficult has it been and uh, how's it going for you? It's going well. I'm having fun. And it's not nearly as hard as I thought it would be. I'd probably give myself an A-. minus. Okay, I'm giving myself an A+. Plus. Oh, wow. Uh, we'll talk You're more so about confident. that. No, maybe just an A. Maybe <laughs> just an A. Um, anyway, though, we'll, we'll talk about that. I also wanted to remind people, May 20th, if you've been reading Home Baked, hopefully you have. May 20th is our book club event with the San Francisco Public Library. We're really looking forward to it. Heather, I have a lead on a drink, an official drink for our book club. I hope to debut early in the week. Ooh, I'm excited to hear. So, yes, register for the event on the Public Library website's calendar page. It'll be Peter, me, and Alia Volts talking about Home Baked. It's our number one Total SF book club book, and we will be announcing our second one shortly. Yes. So looking forward to that. Talking a little bit about small businesses in Chinatown next. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, and this is Total SF. So, Heather, we're about 15 days in by the time this podcast comes out. Um, small business challenge. What did you think it would be, and what has it turned out to be for you? I thought it would be a lot harder than it's turned out to be. Um, I I admit that I'm a regular shopper at Safeway, Walgreens. I use Amazon a fair amount, and I thought it would be hard to break out of those habits, but it really hasn't been. It's been a good push to get out into the city, which is cool as it's opening up, um, explore neighborhoods and spend some money, um, shop again, which I hadn't done in a million years. So yeah, it's been good, not too hard. I I have basically become a Parisian. I (laughs) ride around on my bike. Um, I don't go to one place anymore. I'm going to multiple places. I'm getting a fresh baguette every day. Wow. It, it is it is super French and I'm just riding <laughs> around town with a with a baguette sticking out of my backpack. Um, Do you have a beret? 
I do not have a beret. I have my bicycle helmet, <laughs> but I should take my bicycle helmet. I do own a beret. It's you a Kangol. Do? It's a Kangol uh, okay. hat, but it's a beret. Um, so let me think about that. That's a good addition. I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to ask you about is just about the rules. Yeah. So this is something that came up earlier when we were talking to Sharky Laguana. We were asking, like, what is a small business? What are the rules here? Um, where can I go? Where can I not go? What have you figured out? What it, what, you've investigated this a little bit. Well, he basically told us that um, the city considers any company that employs more than 100 people to be a, a larger big business. 100 and fewer is a small business. So almost everywhere you would go in the city that you'd think of as a small business fits. Yeah. I, I Once I heard that, I started to second guess myself on a lot of things. Like Books, Inc. Um, is where my, it's my indie bookstore. I love it. I keep going there. They have like six or seven locations. So I don't know how many people they have employed. If I should have them pull W4 forms <laughs> or, you know. I think the idea is just don't buy a book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble this month. And um, Books, Inc. is definitely a small business in my book. So yeah, you're good. Thank you. Get it in my book. Yeah, I got it. I, I just let it go, though. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was intentional. Um, I think that, you know, basically we want people to do this. If your rules are that, hey, I'm going to go to Blue Bottle Coffee. I'm calling that an independent business. I'm sure there's well over 100 people working there, I would think. I have no idea. I have no idea. But... Make your own rules if you have to, just to get out and experience, you know, not only the challenges, but just the kind of discovery of finding new places. Yeah. So I think we've decided the rules are there are basically no rules, except <laughs> don't go to Amazon Safeway. So let's start now. Small business MVPs. Are there a few that you've discovered? Are there a few that you're just going back to over and over? What are, what are kind of your MVPs so far in the first half of this? Well, anybody who follows me on Twitter knows that um, Green Apple Books is my MVP, um, all-star San Francisco small business. But I have branched out a bit in May, um, gone to um, Bookshop West Portal in West Portal um, and bought the new book, um, crying in H Mart that Solejo talked about on Extra Spicy. Shout out Soleil. I've also been to Book Passage, um, got a gift card for my nephew who lives in the North Bay and they have a ferry building branch where I went but they also have one in Corte Madera where he will likely spend his birthday money. Um, so just exploring new places it's kind of a push to um, to check out ones you haven't been to in a while. And I also the other day was in Noe Valley, had the day off and my husband had given me a gift certificate to ambiance for Christmas that I never spent because like, it felt weird to go inside a store and shop. But I went and might have spent a little bit more than the gift certificate amount, um, but yeah. it was super fun. Yeah. I, I've been you know, trying to find new things. I have the gauntlet right now. I call it the gauntlet of Mother's Day and Kelly's birthday are a week off. Oh, wow. Exactly. So um, in that case, I was walking around and just looking at shops in Alameda that I hadn't been to before and uh, found like this incredibly expensive place, but that just had wonderful, wonderful gifts that I would go back to. I think it was called Daisy. Um, MVPs, Encinal Market. Uh, I have a market in Alameda that's about half maybe a little over a third of a size of a Safeway but it's got everything I need it's got a butcher's area uh, Dan's produce has been there feel good bakery my baguette spot mm -hmm. I, I just find myself more and more like going to one place for one thing going to yeah. another place for another thing probably like 
how our, our parents probably grew up, you right. know. I'm waiting for the milkman to come and deliver my <laughs> milk because it seems like I'm in that era right now. I think this would have been impossible in the thick of the pandemic because I was just going to Safeway, trying to spread out my trips as much as possible. So only every two to three weeks and just getting like a heaping amount that I would hope would last. But now I'm comfortable going in and just picking up my loaf of bread here or my coffee there. So um, it's working out now that things are safer. Okay, so be honest. Um, are you using your spouse as a delivery person when you need something at the Safeway or Taco Bell or whatever? I never need anything from Taco Bell, Peter. No, we're all doing it, all four of us. So far, so good, mostly. There's been a couple of slip-ups. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. I, you're better than I am because I have not, my rule is, is I can't order anything. Like I can't go, oh, I need this for dinner tonight. Will you go to Safeway and get it? But if she's going to Target or Safeway, she'll ask me, hey, do you need anything from Target or Safeway? That's still a no-go. But she's picking stuff up that's in our rotation. Okay. So that's, I guess, kind of cheating, but she's not <laughs> doing the small business challenge. I am. And and I cook all the meals. I cook all the dinners and, and uh, most of the lunches and stuff. So I'd say like 95% of what's coming into our house is uh, adhering to the rules. Mm -hmm. What were your slip-ups, Heather? Um, the other day, I took my older son and a couple of his friends to a playground. And they asked me if they could go by themselves to get drinks because it was hot. And so I said, sure, not really thinking, gave them some money. And then they came back and I was like, where'd you go? And they said, Walgreens. And I was like, oh, no. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I should have told you. I'll only use this at a small business. <laughs> I also went to a Giants game. I don't know if that is breaking the rules or I, not. That was one because this came up. Um, you went to a Giants game for Mother's Day. And I thought about it. I'm like, that's kind of technically breaking the rules, but... I mean, I think also things that you ordered ahead of time or planned before the small business challenge, where does that fit in? I'm mm -hmm. assuming these tickets, you know, might have been bought on April 29th or 30th. Yeah. So I don't know where that fits in. I think uh, Sharky Laguana would give you a pass on that. I mean, I think we need to be supporting the Giants. So even though they definitely employ more than 100 people. My slip up was um, I've been trying to get roller skates forever. Um, I've been trying to order them. It's, it's almost like, you know, when I was trying to get the vaccination, I'm like refreshing the site, refreshing the site. Do they have new skates? I've been trying three different companies to get like a really solid skate that I can, you know, that I know is going to be a good skate, good outdoor skate. And finally, I hit this point where I had done like two eBay bids and they disappeared. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to call Rydell in Minnesota and order a pair of skates. And I did that. It was a phone order, Rydell, roller skating. So I think my loopholes are it's in Minnesota, and the skates aren't going to arrive until June. I don't know. That I think um, we have to consider the cool factor, because baseball and roller skating, yes. I think, shouldn't be strikes against us. I think we should be supported for liking to go to baseball games and go roller skating. Yeah. I had one other confusing, like, does this count, does this not count? Um, so my sons both have May birthdays, and my aunt and uncle gave them gift cards to, um, I won't name them because they don't need the plug, but a large chain clothing company. Yeah. And my husband was like, I don't think you can spend those till June because you're doing the small business challenge. And I was like, well, I'm not going to use, like, the money will be spent at some point or another. So I didn't really think... It mattered. I wasn't going to make them not spend their birthday money. Yeah. 
All right. Understandable. Again, <laughs> these are small loopholes. I think anybody who's listening and like going, Peter and Heather are You're sellouts. You're really overthinking things. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I absolve you. I absolve you. I think the roller skating gives you plus plus marks. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go out and, and uh, go out to Car Free JFK and, you know, show them show them some moves. I mean, that's that's a positive for the city. We'll be right back after this short break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What about going forward? Are there things that you feel like you've learned that you might be able to carry forward? Uh, that's question number one. What What are kind of the positives to come out of this? Um, I think I can definitely do a better job and intend to on um, just not going straight to the big chain places. Like I don't need to buy all my groceries at Safeway. I'm, like the West Portal Produce Market has really good fruit and watermelon and berries and so I'm going there like they're on my list forever um and I don't need to go to Amazon first thing like my son needed a school supply the other day and I totally would have ordered that on Amazon but I googled around and found Patrick's office supplies downtown and super friendly great store and so I could easily do that kind of thing again um so yeah I think just not making it your go-to just thinking twice yeah I mean I I'm starting to think like a lot of these businesses are um, have almost become invisible to me. And I talk about in Alameda, but also in San Francisco, that I just go buy them, go buy them, go buy them, because I have my regular spots. And I can't tell you how many times, like for a birthday, sometimes my wife's birthday, that's the worst. I'm like walking around Target going, what can I buy her here at Target that won't look like I bought her something <laughs> at Target? I think too, like Books Inc., um, I want to patronize them. I want to support them. I'll continue to do that. But it's become this go-to where anytime it's my mom or my sister or sometimes Kelly, my wife, I just go there and walk around and get something and don't think about all these other shops that are opening and closing around it. So I've done more of that. And I've um, kind of discovered a lot of places. I've told myself I'm going to go to five new places every week and I'm oh, going to wow. keep doing that. And, uh, and another positive, and this is going to not sound like a positive, but food is more expensive. Um, getting meals together, it costs more. And what that's made me do is think more about what I'm buying. And when I go to, you know, Rayleigh's is my place. Um, when I go to Rayleigh's, like the big supermarket, I'm just buying that. That looks good. That looks good. That yeah. looks good. He might eat that. You know, I might put that into a meal. I generally am buying by the meal, but I'm definitely buying stuff that I don't use. Um, food mm -hmm. sometimes goes bad, you know, mm -hmm. when I get produce because I get too much. Sometimes I buy something that, oh, one of my kids might like that and I don't give them a call and find out. What I'm doing now since it costs more is I'm much, much more careful about where am I going to use this, make sure it doesn't go to mm -hmm. waste. And I thought that was going to be a negative because I'm going into this thinking this is going to be super expensive. And it's not that expensive when you think more about it. You just don't think about, like, well, I'm going to buy everything and then eat some of it. Yeah. So right. th that's been a positive That's for a good me. one. I think another positive has been um, 
the hashtag small biz challenge with people posting where they've been. It's fun to go through and get reminded of, oh yeah, there's this great restaurant I've been meaning to try, or oh yeah, I should go to this art gallery or this bookstore, whatever. I think we should continue to share our finds with each other and other folks who are interested. I loved the kind of low-grade shaming that went on when the, the challenge started because our podcast listeners know that we talked about it with London Breed. She was all in. And then it was kind of like not really clear who was in and out. People weren't jumping forward. And then Sharky put out something basically to every supervisor, like, are you in or are you out? <laughs> and they're all like, I'm in, I'm in. And then Matt Haney, I didn't see his name, so I said something to him on Twitter and then he jumped out and showed me the the tweet. I think he was in early. I think every supervisor is committed to doing it except there was like one or two that that yeah. didn't jump in. But they're not really sharing it that much. Like and the mayor isn't either. Why aren't people posting where they're shopping? Maybe we That's should follow the them around. Do you think they're cheating? They're probably cheating. They're probably cheating. We should follow them around. We'll do There's an investigation. There's never any cheating at City Hall, Peter. <laughs> yes, corruption. <laughs> uh, it always comes back to City Hall corruption. No, um, so I'm sort of kidding. Uh, negatives. Would have been some of the harder things? What are the things that make you think, I can't keep this up for year-round types of situations? Yeah. I think just the expense. Things are more expensive when you're only doing local small businesses. But like you said, there's ways to make sure you're really appreciating and using what you're buying. But it, um, definitely thinking twice because, like, I um, popped into a sandwich shop yesterday. Um, I will not name it because it's a negative. But um, the menu, like, every sandwich was, like, $20, $21. And, like, for a sandwich? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, there are certain things that it's easy for me to do without it for a month. But I think, like, um, you know, hanging up my Christmas tree lights. I went to my local hardware store for that last year, and they didn't have, like, the long pole thing. And I can order that long pole thing and have it in two days. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are situations like that where I know that long term this wouldn't work as well. Um, the expense is tough. But I really do think, like, going through it, and it's one thing I wasn't expecting is that a lot of the expense is because we're buying things we don't need. Mm -hmm. And I think like clothing, there's a lot of situations where you can go into a boutique or go into small business, um, get something that you're really gonna love and use as opposed to going into one of these bigger chains and buying a bunch of stuff because it's so cheap and then maybe you're really only using a half of it or, you know. So, I mean, I, I think some of that balances out. And also if you shop at local places, um, especially for women, you will not match everybody else. I mean, I like matching you with our t-shirts, yeah. but you don't want to buy like the same Target or Old Navy shirt that every other person has. So Yeah, that's like the best when people, where'd you get that? <laughs> I, love, I, don't, I think I'm going to have that a lot more after um, this pandemic because I'm buying so many t-shirts and kind of more offbeat things. By the way, where'd you get that jacket? Heather. Oh, this was a Giants purchase, too, at the ballpark. I cheated myself on Mother's Day to a, a denim jacket with a orange SF. This probably breaks the small business challenge, but in my defense, I, I might have had a couple of beers. Yeah. I wasn't completely in my right mind. I, I would say the beer clothing purchase is like a 50-50. <laughs> I remember my very first one, because it was one of the very first times I drank, was at a Van Halen concert, and I bought this t-shirt that was really fluorescent, and I got, woke up the next morning, and I'm like, I can't wear this to school, I mean, it's too bright, so, um, but you're not in that situation, that's a lovely jacket, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good fit as well. It's a youth jacket, which is really weird. 
Um, any, any final thoughts about our small business challenge and going forward, next 15 days, are you fired up? Yeah, I'm going to keep it up. Um, it's not nearly as hard as I thought it would be. So good job, Sharky, for thinking of this. Yeah. Well, I wanted to just talk a little bit about Chinatown, and we kind of started with that, and I wanted to end with it. Um, this card game's getting heated. We have let's, let's describe the scene. We have literally like four feet in back of me is a red vaccination tent. Right, red tent. vaccination tent. Yeah. Um, and then there's several men playing cards standing up over a bench. Yeah. Um, there's some women doing Tai Chi. There's tons of pigeons. A lot of synergy going on here. Everybody seems to be... Uh, uh, it's a it's a it's a good ecosystem. I like it. And the red tent. I mean, it, really, we're not joking. There is a red. There are people getting vaccinated. I'm gonna take a picture of you so people believe me. Yeah, red vaccination tent. Yes, please take a photo. We will share this on Twitter. Little Chinatown tribute. Do you remember the first time you came here? Any favorite visits over the years? I remember coming in college with my dorm. Um, we did a city field trip and went out to eat in Chinatown, and I thought it was so cool and different and I've always loved coming here I am especially obsessed with the red lanterns that hang over Grant I think that's just beautiful and uh, I always consider it a treat to come to Chinatown yeah it was for me in high school um, Chinatown there was this myth that you could come in here and they would serve you if you were underage so we'd like drive up and be talking about it I know this place and And to be clear I look like I was 12 (laughs) when I was you know 15 uh, never happened. I think that was a total myth, but it got us here. Um, I, I love it, you know, Small Business Week, talk about it. I love it, like, whenever I have kind of a really special gift I want to get, um, I just start walking around and going into shops. And when I want to get someone something unique, I remember when Milo was born, my second son, um, I wanted to get something for Kelly. And uh, I think I had gotten a TiVo when Theo was born, and a lot of people were <laughs> that making seems like fun it of me. Might have been for you. Yeah, that was a little bit of a gift for me. Hey, I was doing feedings too. Uh, oh God, she's gonna kill me when she hears that. <laughs> but uh, I won't cut it out. Um, but anyway, so I was walking around Chinatown just looking, and then I went into this one place and saw the most beautiful tiaras. Oh, they wow. were like they were crystal, but I mean they looked it could have been diamond, you know. <laughs> and uh, I think you should just say they were diamond. Absolutely reasonable, got the tiara, and then gave it to Kelly and was like, anytime you put this on, you got stuck with three boys, including me. Anytime you put this on, we all just have to chill out, be quiet, and do whatever you want. I got stuck with three boys, and I never got a tiara for it. You should have a tiara, although she hasn't used it very much. But um, She doesn't seem like a tiara type of person. No, but she's put it on. Every once in a while, she'll get it on. So I just remember going there, and and that was super fun. And then I remember our our adventures certainly have been the most memorable for me. It seems like everything that we've done, we end up coming through here and just having a really good time. Yeah, we came here on Tourist Chat Day. Remember when um, Leah Suzuki, the photographer, was driving us around and we came to the fortune cookie factory and then she's like, oh, I have another idea. And she found the twisty part of Lombard Street and suddenly we were zooming down that. And I'll always remember that day we came in early March last year, 2020, to Chinatown. We were trying to do good by promoting small businesses because um, the neighborhood was already seeing people refuse to come because they were scared of the quote-unquote China virus, um, stupid, you know, idea spread by our former president, but the businesses were suffering, and we came to promote 
that and then we had no idea that so quickly um, the city would go into lockdown and then we felt kind of weird that we'd done that so we even thought about deleting our tweets. I did I remember that like thinking at the time like you know I was kind of proud of myself like god we're we're bringing people out here we're doing the right thing and then I was totally like god we should delete that I mean that was really bad because Nancy Pelosi was criticized for doing something kind of similar with good intentions. Now I'm feeling like it was the right thing to do, you know, and, and we know a little bit more now about um, the way the virus spreads and everything. But um, I just think now, like, we just got to keep remembering this place. I think every March 16th, Heather, we should just, like, remember Chinatown and come out here again. Twist my arm. Twist. <laughs> I intend to come a lot more often than once a year. And it's also important right now to remember the violence that's impacting the Chinese community and Asian community in general and how awful that is. And so any kind of support, I think, is beneficial. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and we're having a good time here. The card game is uh, it's mellowed out a little bit. Um, vaccinations, people are still coming through. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm glad we came out. I was worried. It was a little chilly, uh, a lot of wind. I was worried about the, the podcasting, the microphones and everything. It turned out pretty good. Good. Should we go get some fortune cookies? I think we should. Another good day in Chinatown. Um, thank you. Let's get some fortune cookies and we'll see everyone next week. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight, Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by treating yourself to a digital Chronicle edition at sfchronicle.com slash pod. 